I have never hated a game and bounced off so many times to eventually love a game like I did with Death's Door. There are still problems with the game, but the early issues were mostly design choices that I just wasn't familiar with yet and eventually grew to appreciate. This week on the Video Games Podcast. The bounce-off and pushback from Death's Door felt different from Souls-type games that punish you into the ground, giving you a clear understanding of the issue, which is you just aren't good at the game yet. In Death's Door, movement and attacks felt slow, death could sometimes be quite punishing if you actually haven't checkpointed in a while, there's limited health, and things taken for granted in other games like railings to fall off stairs and balconies just weren't there. However, it was clear that something was there because even after the frustration kept repeating, the desire to return and overcome the challenge was very strong. On the surface, you can draw comparisons to early Zelda games, which is accurate and there are similarities, but it also shares a lot of DNA with games like Dark Souls and Metroid. Even though Death Store is currently available on Xbox Game Pass, my version where I played was on the Nintendo Switch where it felt most at home and the overall experience was pretty great. There can be a lot happening all at once on the screen, but even with the now 5 year old technology powering the Nintendo Switch, even the OLED model, the game ran almost flawlessly. It isn't the most taxing game around, as we aren't talking about Naughty Dog level visuals or indie top-down comparisons like Curse of the Dead Gods or indie games that have set the bar for visuals like Ori and the Blind Forest, but it's still worth noting that Death's Door performs excellent on the Nintendo Switch. There is a lot to love about Death's Door from its art style, its clever writing that make the world feel alive and bursting with character and hidden secrets to be discovered. You are a little crow who works as a reaper of souls and you have skills and these can be upgraded through a progression tree that you purchase with the souls of enemies that you've killed. Items can be discovered, different weapons that can change your playstyle, and you can alter the way that you want to upgrade your crow, whether that be with speed or strength or other options. And you can also find shrines that you can upgrade your health and magic abilities, but those felt few and far between. I did enjoy the journey of finding a shrine, but it felt more like a drop of water in the desert. With all of your weapons and skill upgrading, it wouldn't mean much if you didn't have worthy adversaries to battle and Death's Door has enemies in spades. Not only are there different areas to keep your journey from getting stale, but there is also a very large variety of enemy types that constantly put your skills to the test. This could be with new types or different combinations or just sheer quantities of enemies. Then there are the boss fights, which are the true shining star of Death's Door. And just like Zelda, Metroid, and Dark Souls, these boss battles are epic and challenging, but they are always fair. Nothing is ever easy in Death's Door, including these boss fights or even little grunts that you've seen since your first few minutes. Becoming complacent with enemies of any kind can quickly turn what seems like an easy area into death. As much as there is to gush about Death Store, not every design choice can be supported. The biggest offender of this group, and one that would have made the biggest difference in my opinion, is a map. There is no map in Death Store. You don't need an objective arrow constantly pointing you in the right direction, and you can even take the Hollow Knight direction and make me find a cartographer to purchase a map, but almost all of my frustration once I got past the initial hurdle was not knowing which direction I needed to be going. 
Sure, I get it. You want me to explore your world, and it does actually beg to be explored. But give your players the choice. Don't punish them and waste their time, forcing them to walk around the same area 10 times before they eventually get lucky and find the one door that's needed. The other gripe about the game are minor in comparison to the map problem and are likely more of a preference. Death Door features a very limited health, both in your total health bar and how you can actually replenish your health in the world. You need to find a seed to plant in addition to finding a pot to plant the seed in, and both of these are only used once and they are very few and very far between. The silver lining though is that once you do plant a seed, it will be a plant if you die and return to the area, which is great. Another gripe is that some enemies have multiple attacks including ranged with area of effect. It would have been nice if these ranged attacks inflicted damage across the board because there are some large enemies that have attacks that damage enemies, but this is the exception and not the rule. Finally, the upgrade system for both your health and the magic bar feels a little slow. You need to find four parts of a crystal to increase your magic or health and similar to heart containers in Zelda, but the shrines where you find the pieces are almost non-existent. With decent exploration, my first upgrade was finally found at around the 6 hour mark which is near the back half of the game and after the majority of bosses. This last problem is more of a Nintendo Switch issue and less of a death door issue and playing in handheld mode is doable but the precision on the Joy-Cons is lacking. Using the Switch Pro Controller is by far the superior option but I played many games that required tight precision in handheld mode and I didn't feel hamstrung as I did in death door. Death's Door is not a welcoming game, which is not the norm nowadays, but similar to other games that initially push people away, the true magic comes from pushing through. Overcoming these challenges that once seemed insurmountable is rewarding like very few gaming experiences nowadays. Death's Door is a great game filled with a magical world that is rewarding from beginning to end, from its setting, character, bosses, secrets, abilities, and everything in between. Death Store is a little Zelda, a little Metroid, a little Dark Souls, but it's a lot of originality and it's a lot of heart. Death Store is worthy of fighting through that initial resistance. We give Death Store a 9 out of 10. That's all for this week's episode of the Video Games Podcast. If you did enjoy it and you want to check out Death Store, it's pretty much available everywhere, but most importantly, it is available on Game Pass. And as for this podcast... If you haven't subscribed, please consider doing so as it does help us out. And please remember to be nice to your fellow gamer, but more importantly, be nice to your fellow human.